Hey everyone, welcome to the Pot Awareness Podcast and thanks for joining me. This podcast is specifically for about educating and raising awareness for animals and rescues and organizations across the United States and world. It really goes a long way towards this mission when our listeners rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and all of our other podcast platforms. Also, be sure to check us out on our official website at pawawareness.org and on social media at TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram at pawawareness underscore podcast. You can check us out for all of our latest bits and clips of our podcast, as well as pet of the week and pet of the month. If you're listening and involved with an animal rescue organization or have a story of your own that you want to share, reach out to us at info at pawawareness.org and we can get you on the podcast. Thanks for watching and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of the Paw Awareness Podcast. Today I have with me Harris Baker and he is the founder of Catfluence. Um, never talked with anyone who does anything like what you're doing. And I'm just going to go ahead and let you get into it for the viewers. What is Catfluence and what exactly does it do? So I, I guess in order to do that, I'll kind of backtrack a, l- a little bit. So I started working in digital marketing in 2014. Um, at that time, I was kind of exposed to a lot of things in the, in the influencer and, and brand space. Um, and I had gotten two cats around that time as well. And I saw uh, cats like Grumpy Cat and Lil, Lil Bub, uh, rest in peace to them both. But they were some of the big ones at the time who got it started. And I had cats. I started working in marketing. I was like, oh, this could be a, you know, a fun thing for me to do to learn a little bit about marketing and just have some fun on Instagram. So I started doing that. Um, I did that for a couple of years. Then it, in my job, I started to get very heavily involved in affiliate marketing, um, influencer marketing, brand partnerships, things like that. And I was doing it for lots of athletes and influencers, musicians, and I didn't really have control over it the way I wanted to. I was doing it for another company and I saw flaws in the way it was being done. And I was like, maybe I could kind of try the same concept, but replicate it for cats. I was like, I already have my own cats with their own Instagram account. I can kind of leverage them as the proof of concept for it and kind of go from there. At the time I had started a few other accounts. I had started like a sport related one, a music related one, some other pop culture related things. And I stuck with some there for a couple months each, but this was kind of the one I enjoyed the most and I had the most traction with. Um, over the years, it's kind of grown into more. It was kind of just a hobby and something I did for fun at first. But since, since then I've built out a website. Um, I've had some cool partnerships, uh, with some cool brands and cat influencers and human influencers as well. Um, and kind of what I like to say cat is it promotes everything about cats and tries to make it cool. Um, whether it's cats and cryptocurrency, um, cats and athletes, athletes who have cats, celebrities who have cats, different things like that. And kind of just prom- promoting everything in the cat community, community, whether it's art. Um, and a lot of it is really just kind of things that I'm into and trying to, break the stigmas around traditional crazy cat people. And I'm, I'm a little crazy, but I'm kind of a a normal guy who's into this whole cat stuff too. So that's kind of what I'm trying to communicate to people. That's awesome, man. And I definitely have a few questions. Um, what do you, what are some benefits of, of someone starting an Instagram or just following, following around their cat? What are some of the benefits there? Um, I think, I mean, for me to get started, it was definitely a fun creative outlet. 
I, I was working in marketing, but having an account that I had full control over, um, even if it was related to my cats, um, I was able to see like deep into what worked on Instagram, um, different social platforms as well. Um, I think it's, it's also a good bonding thing. If you have cats, you know, you spend time doing photo shoots together and some, some people take it to another level and have sets and green screens and things like that. I, I don't really do that with my cats. I kind of just catch them naturally do, doing things. Um, but yeah, I think it is a good bonding experience in order to get them to, you know, stay still for shoots. You got to give them treats and play and, and do things like that. Um, so if you're, if you're somebody who has, you know, a hard time finding time, uh, doing those kind of things, I think definitely having an Instagram account in a way forces you to spend time with them, which you should be doing anyways, but it's kind of, again, a good creative outlet and a good bonding experience. I never thought of it like that, but that's a really good point. It's, uh, it does, it does kind of force you to, and I have a cat too, and I like to take her on walks. Like I've got like a cat stroller, everything. (laughs) So that's really cool. And how does cat fluence work with, um, let's say for example, someone listening, they're like, okay, well I want to do this. What's the, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining there's probably like some vetting process that you go through and, and everything. What's that like? Yeah. So I'm still, and I'm kind of adapting as I go. I'm still fine tuning the best way to go about it. Um, but I, I do get a lot of people reaching out to me and they just say like, how do I become a cat fluencer, cat fluencer? Or can you get me brand partnerships or things like that? Um, definitely regarding like brand partnerships. A lot of it is based on unfortunately follower count. Um, obviously people could buy followers. You could buy fake engagement and things like that these days, but, um, some brands are looking for accounts that have 10,000 or more followers, for example. And if you don't meet that criteria, unfortunately the brand isn't going to be a good fit. Um, but I do have some brands who a lot of, some of them are just looking to get samples out to accounts or to different cat accounts. Um, and they're willing to do that for free. Um, obviously on the flip side, there are some cat fluencers or even human influencers who maybe they have hundreds of thousands or millions of followers. They may, they may charge for, for posting about brands and different things like that. So, the way I do it right now, it's kind of on a case by case basis. If there's an account that reaches out to me, if I have brands in mind who are willing to do it for free or provide free products, I'll, I'll coordinate that. Um, if, if they charge or if the, the cat account or the, the human influencer charges for it, then it kind of makes it a little more difficult. And I have to kind of personalize, um, things a little bit to them. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm all about, you know, building connections, um, and sometimes a lot of people just reach out to me and they just want their cat featured on the account, um, which I'm, I'm happy to do. Most of the time I'll ask them to share a specific piece of content with me right now. I'm focused a lot more on Instagram reels because uh, that content seems to be performing best. Um, but a lot of times I'll just share people's posts, my story, and I'll say, you know, I could feature you in a few months. I, I'm planning my content a month or two in advance, um, but I'll always make note of it. I have a, a sheet. I have a whole process around my content. Um, so yeah, there, there are a couple of different ways I can go about it. Like I said, I'm still fine tuning it. That's really cool. I, I think that's awesome. And that you, yeah, you have all these connections and I think connections are so important. Where do you see Catfluence going? What are some of the things that you're real, you're really excited about now that we're headed into only, only a couple more months left of the year? Um, so I'm definitely, I've been getting a lot into the, the cryptocurrency space. I'd love to launch my own line of NFTs um, where people can get them and that you get certain perks on my page. I haven't figured out exactly what they are yet. Um, 
but maybe, maybe you have a certain token and you get a featured post every month or something like that. Um, I'm seeing what, are the, what a lot of these people are doing, like, like Gary Vaynerchuk and his NFTs and people are making them experiential. It's not like you're just buying a picture of something. There's actually some benefits to it. Um, also, you know, if you have one, you get maybe a certain amount of brand partnerships or certain things like that. So I'm, I'm starting to try to figure that out a little bit. Um, definitely like doing media stuff like this, hopping on podcasts, getting out there, um, getting more exposure for myself. Um, one thing I, I definitely do want to do though, is continue to help, um, actually help out with cats in the community and with rescue organizations. Um, I, I donate my time with one organization, uh, once a week with, uh, Miss Pat's cats. It's a TNR organization out here in Jersey. Um, and once a week on Wednesdays, I go in and I help out with the cats that are there. Um, I clean their cages, uh, feed them, take care of them, play with them, do things like that. Um, it's definitely long-term. I, I want to continue to do that and get, get more involved with the actual community and, and cat side of things. Yeah. I think that's awesome that you, you have so many different, uh, facets. Oh, there's one here. right there. Yeah, How many cats do you have, by the way? Uh, so I have, I have two cats, um, Elliot and Olivia. This is Olivia right here. She seems really friendly. She is. Every time I, I get on zoom calls or hot, she, she knows when I'm on and she wants to get on camera. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's yeah. really cool. Um, yeah. Like, I'm, I mean, and what would you say to uh, like, what are being a cat, like a cat owner, what are some things that you are just, you know, I guess why, why choose cats over dogs? What's your argument? What's your stance there? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, for, for me personally, I've, I've never had a dog, so I don't know the difference. I, I would someday like to have a dog. Um, but kind of the whole way I got into cats and it, it's kind of a, a long story, but it was kind of presented to me by somebody I was dating at the time. I, I never had a cat, which I did have a cat when I was like two years old. It was my, my dad's old cat, but I don't really remember it. Um, but I sort of, I got a cat through this relationship and I, I didn't realize how much I would actually bond with them. Um, like they're very friendly. They're very loyal. As you can see this one here, she's sitting right on my lap right here while, while we're on a zoom recording this podcast. So they're loyal. You, you know, you come home, you have a bad day and it, it doesn't matter to them. They just want to see you and, and be friendly. And I think that's, that's really important. Um, it's definitely helped me out a lot, especially during COVID and through some things that I've been through, uh, throughout the years. I think also they're just, it's, I mean, it's good just to have the responsibility. The cats are obviously kind of independent. Um, they can kind of go go about their day. They don't need to be walked outside. Um, you know, or you do need to clean after them in a litter box, but you don't, you don't need to go out and actually pick it up. Um, but I mean, I would say definitely for the, the companionship aspect of it. And for me, as somebody who who got cats when I was a young, not a young kid, 23 year old, but I was a little immature, didn't really know a lot about life. It's kind of imposed a lot of responsibility on me. And I think it's made me an overall better person just having cats and taking care of something other than myself. That's awesome, man. I mean, I, I couldn't agree more with Catfluence. What's one of your favorite parts about the project since its inception? Uh, what's, what's something like a, like that's rewarding to you? Um, I think, uh, so I'll, I'll, actually, I'll give you two things. One, one thing I definitely enjoy the, the cat community. I've made a lot of friends, not even just business connections, but like, 
like good friends and people I talk to just through, through DMs. And some of them, we don't even really know who each other are. We're all people behind cat Instagram accounts, but I mean, we support each other. We talk about personal things, but so I think being part of that cat community has definitely been big for me. Um, one other selfish and, and superficial thing that, that I've definitely gained from it. Um, so there are these DJs called the cat dealers. Um, I, so I'm pretty big into electronic dance music. Um, these guys, the cat dealers, I connected with them a few months ago. Uh, they were doing a show in Philly, which is not too far from me out here in Jersey. And they brought me on backstage, um, while they were playing at, at a club in Philly and their, their whole concept is, uh, it's called cat dealers. Their mom, they're from Brazil. Their mom owned a, a cat rescue out there and they grew up, they had like nine or 10 cats in their home as kids. And they, they also kind of resonated with the whole cat side of things. And that became their name and their, uh, DJ mag top 100 DJs. And, and I got to interview them, uh, backstage and then go on stage with them. So that was, that was a pretty incredible experience for me. That's, that's pretty sick. And, <laughs> yeah. and where do you post most of your content at? Are you mainly on Instagram? Is that where we can find you? Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram. It's at, at catfluence. Um, also catfluence.com is my website. Um, but I do a little bit of everything on social media. Yeah. I mean, I do TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google. You can find me on Pinterest. I do, I do a little bit of everything. Yeah. And it seems like that you're, you're pretty innovative in terms of like, you're trying to stay on, you're on top of everything that's trending. You know, you got the TikTok, you got Instagram, you're looking into NFTs. Um, I think that's, that's awesome. And what do you see as, do you see any trend emerging or something on the horizon that you've yet to get into that you're, you know, really excited about? Um, de definitely the, the NFTs, like, like I was talking about. Um, I think one, one cool thing, and this is probably a very long-term thing for me, but I would like to get into, and these are, these are popping up in different places, but like the whole cat cafe concept, I'd love to own my own someday. Um, there was actually a cool one. I went into Chicago. I don't know if you've heard or seen of it. Uh, it was called the cat Cade. Um, and it was literally a cat arc arcade. They had old Nintendo and old like Sega Genesis and all those old Pac-Man type games, but they had different cats and you could come and play video games, hang out um and kind of play with cats so i think definitely long term that's something i'd be interested in doing whether it's a cat cafe or an arcade or some different variation of that i think that's that's where i'd like to take this someday that's really cool that uh cat arcade that sounds it's, it's awesome, amazing yeah. um i'm going to i'm from illinois so i feel like i have to check this out now okay um, yeah. but yeah man i mean it's it was great talking with you and um, I'm going to go ahead and leave a link. Anyone who's listening, check out his information below. All the stuff is there. Uh, go ahead and give Catfluencer uh, a follow tip, follow him on TikTok. watch all the stuff we're doing. Hey man, thank you so much for coming on. It was a blast having you. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate you having me.